in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. Ooh, and I can see you. Yeah, we can see each other for the first time Finally, in a while. This, this audio medium has kind of evolved. We've gone beyond the second dimension. Through the magic well, the last, of a video call. Is it the last three or four episodes we've um, used something just audio, so we've not been able to see each other's Facial reactions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, and I think the comedy, um, you know, struggled as a result. It suffered. It suffered as a result. Certainly, it wasn't the same. I feel like I need to see you guys. I feel the to quintessential, <laughs> the quintessential kind of um, uh, a show called Hate experience for me is being trapped in a broom closet uh, with the three of you and yes. like yeah. the air getting progressively thicker. Yes. Over I feel like hour. we were always going to reach this point. Frankly. Yeah, whether quarantine or not, we were eventually not going to be yeah. able to put up with the stench we generated through making this yeah. podcast. We, and we, also we were always going to have to record in separate buildings in the end. There's a there's an issue with like what we're putting out into the world, not just from the perspective of like audio and comedy, but also like pollution. Uh, and so yeah. the sooner we nip that in the bud and just record in our separate spacious homes, the better, really. <laughs> I, I always think about my carbon footprint when I cycle over to your house, John, frankly, so... But we don't think about our ass footprint when we're recording a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, I'm just so glad I spent all that time doing up uh, a personal podcast studio because from like an editing perspective, every podcast we've done remotely has actually sounded <laughs> so much. Well, no, I'll take that back. Uh, some of the, um, I'll, we've done a trilogy so far of remote, a show called Hates. Mm. And they've had a certain rustic charm to mm. them. But that's true of everything that's being broadcast at the moment, to be fair. Well, well, it's yeah, great. True. Yeah, it's like it's a certain like a verisimilitude. Like people know, people know these are difficult times. I mean, and Rev, like it's often sounded like you've been shouting down a drain pipe, like when yeah. we've yeah. been recording. Well, that's what I do just day to day, frankly. So I thought I would bring <laughs> that aesthetic to the podcast. It's like you screamed into a half-filled tin of baked beans and then just yeah. threw it at us, and we had yeah. to like get the recording out of that. Yeah, that's what I do at football matches. <laughs> that's why they. That's why you're banned. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, You've been kind of recreating the magic of um, of your football matches, have you not? With your uh, your mates, your uh, your lads. Well, we have a weekly uh, Zoom call, uh, and we all uh, take it in turns to host a quiz, and it's football related. And Gillingham related. It's just been quite good fun. The problem is by about half eleven, everyone's absolutely steaming drunk and nobody cares about the quiz anymore. <laughs> I've been... Um... <laughs> kind of like football. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, bit like, a bit like an actual football match, yeah. Well, God yeah. knows you're not doing it because you enjoy the game. No. Oh, God, no. The quality is, and I cannot stress this highly enough, absolutely woeful. <laughs> How are you... You mentioned in... Um... Was it the last episode where you mentioned your absolutely terrifying rage when you don't win? Something. That was the last episode, yeah. Yeah. Well, so... that that has that has um, 
uh, diluted over the years, I think, as I said last week. I think I'm much better than when I lived with you, John. Right. Yeah, I've still got the bruises, actually. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> still. The, me- the mental scars. So things I like, I mean, yeah, I mean, physical scars can heal, but like the mental ones are with you for life. Yeah, yeah that's true. Have you filled the void, though? Like, how are you? You're quizzing you don't. a lot. I'm quizzing a lot. I'm hosting a lot of quizzes. I'm doing a lot of quizzes. I've got at least two I do every week now. Um, and I'm doing another one on Facebook uh, <gasps> this week as well. Ah, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm quite enjoying doing it, actually. It's quite yeah. good fun putting them all together. Yeah. We are, you somehow, maybe you did mention, and I just didn't notice or care, but you you did mention when I stopped by the other day, you know, so we could chat and like shake hands and just kind of, you sure. know. Sure, yeah. Lick just each, be with each other. Yeah, just be kind close of to one another. Yeah, just yeah, lick, lick each other's palms for a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I um, when I came to chuck your new microphone through the window, you mentioned how it's you... Very, thank, you for, thank you to Big Punch Studios for my new microphone, by the way. Oh, it's fine. Uh, you know. It's better than the old drain pipe you were using before. Well, I wasn't um, fucking paying for one. I was... What, a drain pipe? No, that was obviously <laughs> <quality. laughs> But no, the... Um, I was going to say... Uh, yeah, but you mentioned... You, you casually mentioned that you've been furloughed for like the last three weeks. Oh, yeah. Somehow that yeah, never came I th- up. I feel, I feel like I did tell people, but I didn't go around broadcasting it. No. I well, am now, kind of... ironically, broadcasting huh. it. You kind of did, because I remember I found out because I was leaning out my top floor window as you went yeah. walking Daisy past my house. Because I, had... I walk past your house pretty much every day, Nick. Yeah, the, I, the see, park I see is the back of your you. house. I see the back of you sometimes, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I just missed him. But yeah, we had, a, of me. we had a conversation where I was leaning out of a top floor window. You were mm. in a street. I, said, I was and... saying, don't do it. You've got <laughs> yeah. so much to live for. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone could hear what we had to say because we had to basically yell it. Mm. Yeah, I was going, yeah, I'm furloughed now anyway, so yeah, how mate. are you doing, alright? Yeah, got up at fucking 12 today. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, lads. Crack a noon. Do you feel like, it do, It does seem to me that like, we've turned a corner this week. It, I, I don't I don't want to say like as a nation, but I mean, I mean, just in general, like I feel people are, like people have been getting used to it, but people yeah. have been kind of like, suffering through it. And something seems to have flipped this week, and I don't know if it's like the good weather, and I hope people don't go crazy or drunk with power, but it's kind of like, <laughs> this is like the new normal now. Yeah. And people yeah, are I finding feel, ways to make it this work. This is regular now. Yeah. I wonder if there is some scientific principle of how long you have to expose a group of people to something before it becomes normal. And I wonder if it's like a month, like four weeks. And <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah. It's like, oh, you're living waist deep in a ball pool. Your whole house is balls. <laughs> Um, but after a, a month of that, it's normal. <laughs> thing is, after a month of that, if they suddenly then remove the balls, that's the problem. Because yeah, suddenly my you're legs... like running through the house when you don't want to be. <laughs> my legs would have withered away because I'd have been relying yeah. on the support of the balls. Or they would be hench, wouldn't they? Oh, because I'd be wading. After, after all the resistance of the balls. Yes, indeed. Well, speaking of when I cycled um, around your respective houses the other day to like drop off some stuff... Um, from a, from a distance, from a safe distance. Um, yes. That was the first time I got on the bike out in maybe like four or five weeks. And yeah. The first time. I mean, I mean I've been going for walks, you know. I, I, I jog up the <laughs> stairs. Like, I I, um, I hold my breath occasionally just to, oh God. you know, for a bit, of a, oh, a bit of a rush, you know. Yeah, just for the excitement of it all. But that was like the most physical exertion I've done 
in about five weeks and i liked um i liked that visit when you came to the house and you were on your bike and because uh, we have a, a porch with a sliding glass door so we opened the front door but you were on the outside side of the porch's glass door so there was this like little airlock room between us and you were like cupping your hands against the glass <laughs> kind of like a crazy person and you were just like hey hey nick how's it going and i'm stood in the front door with the door open but like still with a glass and a porch between us and just be like yeah yeah it's good <laughs> <laughs> the sun was in an odd angle so yeah i i couldn't mm. i just couldn't see you through the glare of the glass so i had to kind of like press right up against it it made you look more mental, which was good. And I, I also, it, it kind of put me in the mind that you were like some sort of estranged, blinded astronaut outside my spaceship house. Trying that's a good to desperately, way of looking at things. Yeah, and that's that's basically how I see you now, is this blind astronaut. Well, we've basically, we've, we, we've all seen, we've all been to the cinema. We all know that scene. Man. I don't like, remember that. That's me What's basically going like, hey, Nick, no, I'm, I'm over it now. No, it's fine. <laughs> Let me in. It's cool. You know, like, I thought, yeah, things looks a bit bleak for a minute. But, yeah, but yeah. no. I'm cured. I'm fine. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, I'm not opening the door, John. I'm not no, opening the door. Just just open the door, Nick. It's fine. No, I'm no. not opening the door. <laughs> no. <laughs> or, just open the door and then walk around the house with your mouth open for a bit. You know, it's fine. Don't worry your eyes are so Your eyes are so bloodshot, John. I'm not what was that? No, nothing. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a small, that was a small What laugh. an amazing practical joke that would be. Oh, lockdown's over. You can open the door. And then they open the door. Ah, got you. And you spit on their doorstep and then run and Then off. you like Whoa. cough all over them and yeah, then run away. But not very fast because you're ill. I had a, um, <laughs> I had a uh, very nice conversation with my neighbour. Uh, the other day, you know, uh, we admittedly we were both a, uh, a sorg's length away from each other <laughs> over a bar. Oh, is that how you measure it? Is this? <laughs> uh, uh, the 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 one I, the one I get on with. Let's just say. Okay. Let's just let's say, say that. that. Okay, I know who you mean. Yeah, and uh, we had a lovely conversation, like uh, you know, from about like the length of two um, vox holes away. Yeah, uh, yeah. We sure. talked That's about gardening. Talked about the weather. It was delightful. It was yeah, it's lovely. You know, bit of you know, just that. Oh, social contact. It's lovely. We well, see quite a lot of over, our neighbours now. You'll never talk to them it's again. It's quite nice. Just chatting yeah. over the over the wall or whatever. Have a chat. We're all in it together. I don't talk to mine. We, yeah, fair uh, enough. What, <laughs> I mean, the neighbours on the other side, uh, they don't think massively highly of us because of our uh, unconventional lifestyle and uh, yeah. all the noise we made when we were renovating the house. And, Monsters, um, how dare you? But as a consequence of the self-isolation, their teenage son is now, who who used to play a lot of video games uh, directly through um, the wall into our bedroom, uh, is uh, he's pretty much gaming 24-7 at the moment. Oh, like, um, oh great. Great, 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 great. Yeah, we hear it all. We hear everything. All his victories and all his losers. I still have yet to work out what he's playing. I, it, it's my life's mission to work out what game it's he plays. It's a shooter though, right? You know it's a shooter. Only because think... I imagine it's very hard to get that angry about like football manager. Oh, I'm sure Chris You'd be surprised. <laughs> when it's just numbers on a screen. There's God holes in it. walls that, around the country that say differently. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the we the aforementioned uh, white hot rage of not winning. Mm. So, um, how have um, how have you, how have you all been entertaining yourselves? Um, uh, streaming services are coming into their own. Frankly, yep. I've been watching a lot of the Vicar of Dibley. If I'm honest with you, John. Oh, okay. Wow, <laughs> it's it's top notch. I feel it's very. Uh, thinking back, oh. I, I imagine it's very gentle. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's some gentle humour. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, the other end of the spectrum, I watched the second series of Afterlife today, the Ricky Gervais show. Ah. Oh, yeah. Afterlife. Which was very good. It's very dark. But yeah, still good. I did enjoyed you, that. Did you watch the whole second season today? I certainly did, yes. That's, a, that, that's in one day? That's in one day. Oh, okay. It was, it was okay. about, how long did it take? Two and a half hours for, to watch the series. So it's the length of a long film. Yeah. It's not, it's not so bad. Yeah, it was very good though. I'd recommend it if you enjoyed the first series. Nicholas, what, cool. what have you been? What have you been doing? I've um, I've managed to get quite a lot of drawing done, which is cool. Um, it's weird because on the one hand, it doesn't really feel like I've got much more spare time. That's I think that's something that a lot of people have kind of maybe got confused. Unless you're furloughed, of course. Like this idea of oh, we're all locked in our houses, so we've got shitloads of time to do stuff. It's like, but we don't really do we. Like we still work. We just work from home. And then we have the same amount of time in the evenings from home, maybe a little more because we didn't have to travel or whatever. And then and then we've got the weekends, granted, still at home. I know we're not socialising as much, but it's like I wasn't expecting it to make such a huge difference on the amount of drawing I got to do. But I am I'm churning some shit out at the moment. Like I'm like a machine. It's not good, but I mean it's all there. It's all there. <laughs> it's all very low quality. <laughs> or you could yeah. draw our um our kind of rooms. It's like yeah. all your inspiration is just boiled <laughs> down to what's in front of you. <laughs> yeah. It's just rooms with me in it crying. <laughs> I mean, it looks great. You oh, know. man, I'm going to do an amazing exhibition uh, after I'm done with this. It's just like, yeah, me in isolation. <laughs> in room. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, that's been pretty good for me. Yeah. I am um, gardening. Like, just, just your t- jam. Yeah, although my definition of gardening at the moment is basically just destroying stuff. That's, sure. kind of, that's just kind of like where where our garden is, really. Like, that was my morning. Yeah. It was delightful. Like, this morning, went out um, with my mattock, which is probably my favorite thing in the world. It's like, is that uh, an axe? It's no. basically Stormbreaker from nice. um, uh, Endgame and stuff. It's, it's just basically like uh, the uh, the vicious love child of an axe and a hammer. At the nice. same time, it is delightful, and I'm slowly but surely dismantling um, the hedge in the front garden. <laughs> anything in sight? Anyth- you know, anything what? that's alive? Must and Lucy, go. stay anything inside. Looks wrong. Um, <laughs> Good God! And, yeah, and uh, as we were saying just before we came on air, my big, uh, my big exciting development today is that I've been um, brewing, uh, brewing some beer at home. Yes, yes. You did that once. What you did that once long ago, didn't you, Rev? Back in yeah. our old shared house, we, we put far too much sugar in it, so it was unbearably strong. Oh, it was like it must have been at least nine percent. This beer, I, <laughs> I did, I did have some, and it, was, and you, it, you're it still didn't send now. anyone blind, as far as I know. That's why I wear glasses now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, it was. To your credit, it was a hundred percent beer. Like it was definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely beer. You could certainly tell it was what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was just um... Brookbank Fountain. It was called. Yeah, was... yeah. It no, popped it was... up on my uh, on my memories actually the other day, like eight years ago today. <laughs> and God knows you need that on Facebook because most of your memories of that period have been erased. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's just you going. Oh, a home brewing kit, and then you walking out of the intensive care going. Scene missing. <laughs> it's just scene missing, and then me walking out of intensive care. 
Well, I've, I've thought just... about um, brewing beer before, but really, the only reason I want to do it is because I want to design labels for my eventual right. beer brand. I don't think that's the right. <laughs> that would look, to get that into would look this. cool because cans are like design projects in the, on their own now. Mm. Yeah, Some right. Exactly. Oh yeah. Like, so maybe got... I could design your labels, John. There I've got go. one here called Base Camp Pills Lager, which I'm just holding up to the camera for you. And that's oh, that's, quite... di- that's Ooh, very yeah, got that's like nice. a, a nice scene on it. I like that. Well, I've um, I guess uh, I, I'm on at the moment. Uh, Chris Ray turned me on to. Uh, well, just, gen- you well, just in yeah. general, but Chris Ray turned yeah. me on to the wonders of door-to-door beer deliveries, which... Um... Oh, you're on it now as well. <laughs> oh, Nick, there's no... I going. found so many good deals the last week or so, it's just, it's which is where I got this base camp. Oh, that's one of my latest deliveries. I found two more today that are very good. There's no there's no going back. I mean, Rev, you pointed <laughs> out, um, and a shout-out to our good friends at the Edinburgh Beer Company. Because mm. uh, they... Um, oh, they, that's a good label as well. They do this See, that's, w- yeah, that, that's a nice label on that. Ex- it's kind of like it's 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 uh it's called uh pa- Paolozzi? Pa- Paolozzi? Palozzi. It sounds it sounds Italian. Um Palazzi. It's just Pal- a re- Palazzi beer. It's just hey. a kick-ass um quite a strong little lager. It's really nice and it's award-winning apparently. But oh. what's the best thing about it is it's not the awards it's won. It's a fact it comes in crates of 24 and <laughs> um, <laughs> And if you place an order, it's with you in like two days. The same guy delivered it from like a week ago. <laughs> and I was like, I bet he, I bet he was like, it. oh, out, out already, are you? <laughs> it, it was like two weeks ago. I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't quite burned sure. through it. But... Well, I, I, I recommended that to you, but I haven't actually had it myself that one. So I will, I will come point, and chuck sure. a bottle through your window so you can, yeah, you can that's, give it a well, try. I'll, I'll, I'll respond in kind. Well, Nick, maybe when um, when this is over, because the beer I brewed this afternoon is going to take like three weeks. I haven't even finished. Like, oh, I was working God. on it. So when it's done, this is the thing. You've got to bottle it. Like, you have to bottle it, and then we can make some labels and stuff. But like, That'd be sweet. And then we can all drink it to celebrate when this is all over. Drink um, it on the podcast. Uh, we could do a podcast special where we review your beer. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah. yeah. But the, thing, the thing I do take issue is, uh, I feel like, A, on good, a positive, I've learned a lot about the beer-making process. Because I've been to a lot of breweries in my life, but I don't actually remember... Care. <laughs> pretty much anything Fun, funny that yeah it's weird like pretty much nothing <laughs> i learned i wonder why that is yeah and well we went to a distillery for your um uh my stag, stag. Dude, didn't yeah, we? yeah yeah whiskey yeah. and we had that 90 percent proof liquid like fire oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they were it like was just like you added like a drop of it on it was like yeah i'm pissed now <laughs> yeah i don't know my what shoes, to do yeah my that was shoes great because sold the... themselves after i drank that well the guy that was amazing because the guy who let us test it he was like now the beauty is you can drink as much as this as you want because chemically and legally it's not counted as alcohol anymore (laughs) (laughs) this is not technically a drink it's a plasma it's one of the four primordial elements of the universe we describe this for tax purposes as an agricultural effluent uh if you choose to imbibe it that's your business um but no, the um, uh, yeah. So I've forgotten everything about the beer making process. So this afternoon, I was like, okay, you know, I've been to the shops. You know, I've had a bunch of old people walk up to me because they they clearly just do not value their own safety. Just love to do it. I've taken out a hedge. You know, I know I'll make this beer because this is like yeah. a crisp Christmas present, which I just hadn't got around to doing anything with. And the box. This is this is the misleading thing I take issue with. The box has like super simple instructions on the side, and it goes. If you can make oats, you can make beer. If you can boil water, you can make beer. It's so ah. simple. 
like just go to the website to get like the full details everything you need is in the box and i'm like okay so you know you've got, you got to open the web open the web page and get the instructions and then at every stage it adds something else so it's it's not impossible but it's nowhere near as simple as it says and then it goes like you don't need anything apart from a brain and some hot water but you do also need a grapefruit <laughs> oh. and it's great because the beer you're making is grapefruit infused i know that much well there we go so i have not put any grapefruit in because i'd already okay. i'd already started the one. process before i got to the bit that's like you will need honey oh. and grapefruit i'm like well great what have i got i've, I've got like a I've got like a, a Sunday time supplement with a photo of a lime on the cover. I might chuck it in. Dunk That'll that do, yeah. and see what That'll happens. Do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, uh, and then it also took a really long time. So I've basically spent like the last three hours. Just, and it's like, you can't walk away. It's like, you know, you've got to. Because it'll know. It's a very delicate operation. Yeah, you've got to boil it for like an hour, but you've got to look at it every 10 minutes, you know, and the temperature oh. can't go above or below whatever, Four. you know. 210. Get, Gained a whole new respect for beer makers. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'll tell you what. One more thing. One more thing. Uh, we also set up today, because clearly we've hit peak quarantine, mm. dry cured eggs. Oh. You have okay. me until eggs. Okay. I thought you were going to say okay. meat. No. Yeah, I thought no. you were going to say meat. I think meat would be the next thing to try, but basically... Uh, there's a YouTube uh, series uh, from the magazine Bon Appetit, like a food magazine. And there's an amazing YouTube series called It's Alive, featuring the possibly the greatest man who's ever lived, uh, Brad Leone, uh, a, a big hunk of uh, New Jersey, <laughs> uh, New Jersey meathead who happens to be a really good cook. He's also like, um, he's amazing. He's, he's just he's just a lunk. I don't I don't describe <laughs> many people as a lunk, but he's just like the biggest lunk you could imagine and he um he does a whole show all about like fermenting you know about so he makes beer uh he's made ginger beer you know he's he's pickled this he's fermented that and he did um uh, cured egg yolks so basically you take That's um insane. salt sugar uh pepper whatever you want to throw in go crazy make like a big mix blend it grapefruit we should do. Yeah, that's what you've got my grapefruit. That. I used all my grapefruit on the egg. Shit. <laughs> then you, you blend it up and everything. Uh, and then you, you make like a little, you fill a pot with it. You make like a little nest of salt. And you take your egg and you kind of like, you place it in the salt and you make like a little divot, like an egg-shaped divot. Mm. Right. Then you crack the egg elsewhere and you, you, you separate out the yolk and, and the whites. So I mean, you've just got the yolk and then you very... You just let it like slide off your hand and it pops pops into that little divot. Right. And then so we've done three of those little divots and then you you bury them in the salt and the sugar. Right. And the idea is that well, you've got to leave it for like four days. So it's, it's just in our cupboard at the moment. Okay. And then when it's done, you dig them out and they've gone kind of hard. They're fossils. Kind of, yeah. Like all the moisture's come out of them. You can right. dr- you can dry them out a bit more in the oven, which we're gonna which we'll do. You just kind of like have it on a really low temperature, and then you get like these little golden hockey pucks, which you can oh. grate. So you put them on things. <laughs> so yeah, so like it's like a real savory like umami kind of. Oh my god! Kick. It's like, like would, an, yeah. it's like an egg raisin. Yeah. You yeah. Just dehydrated yeah. egg. 
some massive egg I, I didn't know that was a thing. You massive egg raising. I'm not convinced, if I'm honest. I look forward to seeing the result, though. I'll, I'll, yeah. hold, I'll hold it up on camera. But yeah, just imagine like a little golden, a little golden disc of flavour. Mm, and then okay. you, that'll, be, that'll be the next thing to report. Did that work? The answer was no. <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is yet you another burden on the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay home. Stay safe. Mm. Don't eat weird salty egg Don't eat, don't eat fermented <laughs> egg. No, I'm sure it'll be delicious. I'm sure. Not that I'm not enjoying this, but I finished my beer. Oh god! I've I've, I've made the preparation of um, stocking up. So I was worried I've got about three here with me. Well, my thinking is they would get warm. You know what? Let's just keep it running. This is live. I'm going to go get my second beer. Do enjoy it. Okay. Second beer. We'll just uh, talk what? amongst ourselves then. I guess. The thing is, John's the glue that holds this all together. Oh no! That, so I don't know. He's... I don't know what structure is going to happen now. John's so good at like asking those leading questions. He's like, hey. Chris, hey, hey, what have you how been are doing? You, how are you feeling? What? I should, I should just get him to ask some closed questions, and I'll just go, yes, I'll just do that, and then yeah. he can struggle through the line of questioning. We could record the questions afterwards, and we could just do the answers now. Yeah. So I'll, could. I'll answer and one. I'll just, I'll, be just like... I'll do. It's like the canned laughter they do before you uh, are a live audience in the radio. Yeah. If everyone could just pretend to laugh, we'll just add that in later. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'll, answer, oh, okay. I'll answer. Um, I'll answer a question for him now. I'll just be like, um, "Yeah, actually, yeah, I fell off a ladder and yeah. uh, twisted, <laughs> twisted my dick off." Oh, he's back! <laughs> oh, oh no! We gotta stop messing around. He's back. We gotta stop oh. messing now. Start, got, it's a serious uh, podcast for serious. Let's got, get back in the zone. Palusi, another Palusi. Hey, John's back. Oh, hey. we weren't messing around. You won't even notice that you weren't there. Don't listen to that in the edit, John. Oh, I yeah, don't. Just skip, just skip over that bit. Oh, I don't, to, I don't listen to this show. <laughs> I don't either. No, I, I, I have tastes, for God's sake. If I listen back to the show, I'd just be like, oh, why'd I say that? There's so many other things I could have said there. Fuck. I anyway, listen back and I sort of think about, <laughs> I, I sort of think what I, uh, like I'm in a conversation at that moment. And, and speak I think, to, my, I think to myself what I would answer and then I say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird, isn't it? I mean, but so it's not really, because I'm the same person I was on the podcast. Oh so you're quite consistent with your past self then? Yeah, it seems it seems so. Mm, the thing okay. you may not have realised, Rev, is that, that you've actually just hit what kind of like Zen practitioners would spend their entire lifetime trying to achieve. Yeah. You are so perfectly in the moment that your past self is absolutely identical yeah. to your yeah. current self. You've achieved There's, there's something slightly um, comforting about that. I do remember. I do remember once you said occasionally, Rev. You do you do say things which are quite profound. I remember. Thank you. I Very think we, we all. We, I think we were once on the subject of like self improvement and uh, you know people trying to like change over time and kind of like trying to improve themselves. And I remember yeah. you just you just going like, "What a load of crap!" He said, "You're always the same miserable bastard you always were." <laughs> you know, it's like, and I was like, "That's kind of." Yeah, I guess that is that is that is true though. Yeah, but there's <laughs> no point. There's no point true. in trying to improve yourself because if you're trying, then you're doing something you wouldn't naturally do. So just fuck it off and and just carry on. Yeah, yeah. There you God. go. Out, out out of the mouth of babes, honestly. Yeah. Like... <laughs> okay. Well, look. Who? Tell you what. Format king, as we've often said. Who has a hate and who would I'll, like to I'll, get us running? I'll I'll do one if you want. Oh, do one. Why don't you just I'll do one, you. Chris? Well, the problem um, with this whole lockdown is that I, I sort of haven't got anything outside of the perimeters of my property 
to be pissed off about. I know. So, so with that in mind, curries. Curries? Not, not the delicious Indian meal. Okay. The brand curries. What have they done? There goes well, another sponsorship. What? Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't want. We're I would rather. I would off. rather not be sponsored by them than have a lucrative sponsorship deal with them because they are oh. absolutely useless. Big words. Um, so we ordered a fridge six weeks ago or something like that um, because our fridge was leaking. So we thought, oh, I'm not going to fix that. Let's get a new one because because <laughs> that's what recyclers do. Um, yep. I like, so I like to... that. It wasn't that I can't fix that. Oh, I'm I probably just, could've, I'm just not. I think going if I to. put my mind to it properly then potentially I could have fixed it. <laughs> but I this one's got a water dispenser, so... And know. really spent some time learning. I think I probably would still not be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just thought it's going to take... It's gonna, my time is valuable, and it's yeah. going to take more of my time than this new fridge is worth. So I'll just get the new one. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say, with, with the rise of YouTube and the rise of the internet and DIY... It, it does make it harder to come up with excuses for why you can't fix things because, like, every time you want to, you know, every time you want to like d- do something, you go, "Well, oh, I'll just Google it. Like, I'll just find a video of it." The only thing that gave me pause was over Chris after Christmas, I rewired a light, which is something I'd never done before. And I'm like, "Okay, we're playing with fire. We're playing with electricity. That's, that's big boy. That's big boy stuff. That you know." I'm like, "Okay, okay. I don't really don't want to fuck this up because I cannot remember which is the live cable, which one is the earth, which one's uh, the doesn't really matter. Neutral. I think they're all actually the same." So I I had this light socket, this um, what do they call it? Like a the bracket on the on the ceiling off. All these kind you of, tell me, John, you're the one who did it. Yeah, I forgot it already. But all these kind of like naked cables coming down, and I was expecting oh three, and there was like <laughs> six of them. I was like, "Oh my god, this isn't good." Mm. and there's like a mauve one one's got polka dots on it i'm like what is this and <laughs> one's like, got water pouring out of it <laughs> and i'm like and i thought okay you know what i've got no excuse i'll look up a video of, uh, i'll learn through doing mm. and i found this youtube video and it was like shot like clearly someone was holding a camera and they had like a spare hand and this lady goes hey hey everyone so today i'm, I'm gonna show you how to how to rewire a light oh hang on a minute awkward cut back on again okay so when you take the bracket off you should see these cables now it's important to remember that the brown one is the no wait a minute no (laughs) and i I was like i was like looking at my phone and i had the thing here and i was like oh god (laughs) like margaret come on margaret i'm gonna die This is how I die. <laughs> it's good, though, that while you had sort of all these naked wires around, you were holding another electrical device. Mm. I think yeah. that's very sensible. And you were oh, stood yeah. in a bucket of water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was really stressed, you know, if I don't get my... If I don't like... <laughs> was, I was, I was having a bath day. at the time. <laughs> With a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, love my grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fred. That's fine. Yeah, no. So uh, we ordered a new fridge. Uh, it said it would be a few weeks. It was a couple of weeks longer than it said it was going to be. Bastards. That's, that's fine. Oh, I can oh, live with that. I thought that was it. I thought that so was anyway, it. taxes. Well, yeah. I pay my taxes yeah. to the, curry, the curry's gods. Um, so anyway, this guy turns up at Sunday morning with the new fridge. The new fridge is put in the house. That's Wonderful. fine. Lovely. The old one, we've moved outside into the front. So on the drive. Next to the burning mattress. Next to the burning mattress <laughs> and the tire fire. Um... <laughs> The burned out car. And he goes, oh, <laughs> all I'm doing is pickups today. Uh, would it be all right if I come back tomorrow to collect that? And I was like, 
Mm, I don't want to be a dick about this because it's not really all right. But socially, I'll say, yes, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but he was a bit aloof at the time, in hindsight. Um, anyway, I've not heard from him since. <laughs> what? And it's now, what is it, Thursday? So five, nearly six days later. The fridge is still on the driveway. And I've nice. been <laughs> tweeting and Facebooking and basically just badgering Curry's <laughs> PC World uh, for the best part of four days. Nice. And I've got, I've got precisely nowhere. Is it? It's an in, absolute shit show. Is it entirely possible... That the Don't man... start defending him, John. No, no. The man who did this to you was not actually affiliated with Curry's well, in any way. Now, now that you mention it, John, I'm not sure it's actually a fridge. Mm. <laughs> Is there a man inside it? Is there it? Could, yeah, there could be. It's it's really deep. The fridge. It's like super big. Yeah, I could barely, it... I could barely reach the butter. I know, and <laughs> you put it in there. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, and it's like right behind, uh, you know, right behind the cans of Diet Coke. It's like a whole kingdom with like a lion. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's when that's when I got suspicious. Christian like, allegory. You reach, you reach really far back, and it's just like this strange metaphor for Jesus Christ Himself, just hidden away in the corner of a fridge. Hey, uh, hey uh, darling, would you mind get, uh, get me a drink, will you? Oh, sure, yeah, not a problem. Oh, fuck off, Mr. Tumnus. Get out of the way. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Narnia. Would you like this Peroni? No, yes, I would like the Peroni, Mr. Get Tumnus. out of my face. Would you like drinking. Some, would you like some Turkish delight? No. What? Come inside to my treehouse. Fuck off. Just my let cold... me drink my beer in peace. My nipples, though. They're so, <laughs> They're so cold. <laughs> if you could have a fridge... With infinite capacity, mm. what for? would you? Would you take it? <laughs> but but the only catch is, Tumnus, there is a there is a, a half naked fawn in there all the time. Yes. and every time you open the fridge, you have to in, you have to interact with that fawn. He doesn't let you not interact. It's like what, he's what holding all your stuff. Anything you put in. But like are we you, talking stuff that would normally go in a fridge, or are we talking? Like mythical beings. Well, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> so could, could I have, for example, like a centaur steak? Oh no, I don't think he. I don't think the ah. fridge is like summoning fantastical objects for you. The fridge ah. only stores your stuff, ah. but an infinite amount of your stuff. Oh, but it also it has Mr. Oh, and, and, and also um, to sweeten the pot, the fridge is rated B plus on the environmentally friendly okay. energy well, consumption scale. See, that, that does good, change things. Not quite you an can, A. No, I mean no, it's not I, quite an A because there's honest, I don't want anything that's I don't want anything that's an A because that's probably like lessened in terms of its performance because it's so environmentally friendly. Here's a the B thing, is though. fine because it probably still performs to like a D level. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mister Tumnus probably does shit in there. Because but how big is the, how big is but he? Is he like is... human sized? Uh he's um he's four and a half foot tall. Uh, mm. when his haunches are fully extended. Erect. See, that's that's too much of an imposition. I feel like he would take the piss <laughs> at that height. Oh, he would. Like oh, he, would, yeah. he would eat some of my infinite food, for example. And I'm yeah. still paying for it, presumably. Be like, hey, Tumnus, where the spring onions? You little shit. And he'd be like, oh, come and find them. I don't, I don't really see the benefit of all this, if I'm honest. Well, you have infinite storage. Yeah, what but, if? Yeah, but okay. I still have to pay for it. What if, though... With your social time. <laughs> yeah, okay, what if, though, when you open the freezer, mm. it looks like 
an infinite corridor kind of stretching. I'll tell away you. I'll you. tell you what would be good is if you had a freezer <laughs> that freezes your things, right? Wait, what? But when you take the stuff out, it like defrosts immediately. Immediately. Ah. That would that would be good. Mm. That would change things if you're offering me that. And now okay. what if what if we're offering you d- that, dear bloke in there? What if, yeah, what if we're things. offering you that, but it's but Tumnus is there, and you, so you go into your freezer, you're like, hey, I'd like a pizza, please, and he has to hand it to you, and he, he probably says something like, yeah. ooh, that's okay. got a lot of calories. How you sure you long want that do fatty? I have to interact with him for? Well, here's here's the thing: when you open the fridge, the door that's in the that's in the realm of man, that's in the realm of science. So anything you store okay. in the door, that's your business. Anything okay. inside is full body, full size, upright, two story fridge freezer uh, it, it looks from your perspective like an infinite corridor kind of stretching okay. away and the wall how would the... how would my arm get it, in I'm, there? I'm, get, I'm getting there i'm getting oh, there. all right fine so the walls of this infinite corridor are lined with like fridge shelves okay and right. there is food going all the way right as far as the eye can see okay sure. the catch is you cannot breach the boundary of the fridge like you do uh, not like if you go in you're breaking a sacred pact i feel like i'm making far too many concessions for something a microwave can do well this is... yeah but you're not buying any of that food it's yeah all just the, freely the deal has changed oh okay <laughs> yeah. so i don't have to buy the food now yeah now that food oh okay now that food stocks itself yep but you cannot enter the fridge so if you want something you have to interact with mr tumnus Okay. How? He, what is the probability that either we'll get along well and become friends, low. or I'll just find him irritating and go, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" High I think time. you already. Know, I think you already know the answer to that. Super okay. hot. But he is the um, keeper. But yeah. So so and occasionally. Bear in mind, he's only wearing a scarf as well. Yeah, he's only wearing a scarf. Now he looks like he's wearing trousers, okay. but that is actually body hair. Yeah, his well, cock is there. I don't. Does he have a human cock? <laughs> The hair is quite matted. It's quite hard to tell. But it's like a human cock, but worse. Okay. Ugh. It's got I mean, horns the, on it. The free food, if that's even the, possible. The free food has changed my stance. Okay. I know, me too, massively. Occasionally, though, Mr. Tumnus is free to roam the what? lengths of the infinite fridge corridor as he oh. sees fit. Okay. So occasionally, you will open the door and he just won't be there. Oh, okay. So it's a complete Skinner box. But is he, is he likely to jump oh, out I at see. me? Like, to, sh- to, to, like, fuck with me? You'll see him coming, though. Because it's yeah, one way will he, will he just go, just, that's a surprise! But, like, sometimes you might open the fridge freezer door and he might just be right there, like, right on the threshold. I don't like being made to jump. No. He might make you jump. Certainly not when I'm opening the fridge. But this is the terror of it, because sometimes, as Nick rightly said, he's right there. Like, sometimes yeah. he's waiting for you. Other times, because when you shut that door, time moves continuous with the real world. So he's got so a... He, cool... has a, he has a sense of time and what he time do... oh, yeah. to use the fridge. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he has a sense of time and he has also has a sense of mortality, but that escapes him because he is a prisoner. He will live forever inside the infinite fridge. But... He's also got an age. Apple Watch. Uh, no. Okay. But how that's old, just, how old that's that's just be, natural deforms. It, how old roughly would he be? What sort of thing would he talk, he lo- to, talk to me about? Trillions of years old. He's surely. desperate for company. He's been in the freezer dimension since the the, bo- the birth of the universe. Yeah. Would uh, I think? To be honest, you've said free food now, so that's all I can think about. 
I know that is the thing. It's like, but how are you my... ever going to caveat that? But this is my point. Like some, but here's the thing: he's desperate for company, and he's also so annoying. So any time, <laughs> any time you open that door, you're running the risk of. But then, mm. but then I could just say, "Oh, piss off! I'm, shut the I'm door. hungry," and then just shut the fridge. It's a thing. Like some, sometimes, well, that, yeah, and you don't get that food though. Yeah, but then I'll just why go don't, chew why, on why, why don't I get the food? Because he has to hand it to you. Yeah, but I could just like snatch it off him. You might not even be holding it. Yeah, you've oh, got to. F- it's the thing. You've got to be quick. That's the thing with Tumnus. Like sometimes. <laughs> That's the thing with Tumnus. <laughs> That's the thing with Tumnus. Sometimes you'll open the you'll open the fridge door and you'll look, and maybe like five hundred yards away down the infinite corridor is Mister Tumnus, and he and he looks like, oh, has he been crying? Oh, that's weird. And then he turns and looks at you. <laughs> And he goes, my friend, my friend. And he starts kind of running towards Galloping. you. Galloping. And you're like, oh, I, I, I just, now I, I just need um, some chorizo. Actually, no, I've got it. It's fine. And then, and then you kind of slam the door on him just because he kind of like gets get, gets near. The thing know. is, I would be polite for like a day, maybe. Maybe less. Maybe less. And then I'd just be like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'll get takeout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just chew on a pit of bread and I'll just be done with it. This yeah, I mean, po- you've said you've said free food, and that is, that is the bottom line. That is literally right now. Food is my only expense. Yeah. So, what if we um, open the freezer door and he's distant and he starts galloping in to say hello, and I just bowl a bowling ball down and just shut the door? <laughs> Could you slam the door like on his face? And would it Absolutely. hurt him? Uh, it oh, he would... feels pain. He definitely. Oh, he feels does. Pain. Yeah. And, oh God, yeah. you know he. Yeah. No. Well, what's what worse? Well, that's because that might, What's worse is that he might can't die. Off. That might, if I hurt him physically or emotionally, I mean, what, him, wonks, that might frighten him off. Once I did open the door to my infinite fridge and I actually was, was greeted by a frankly chilling sight of Mr. Ch- Mr. Tumnus um, lying uh, in, in a pool of uh, kind of salsa. And I think he had throttled himself to death with a, uh, a comical uh, chain of sausages. Yeah. And I, I did stare for a good few minutes before I, I grabbed the treat, so and uh, I was quite traumatized by it. But when I reopened the door, he was alive again, and um, uh, he seemed to be aware of, it, of it, every death he'd experienced and um, deeply I think the most, upset. The by most it. important thing from everything you just said, there was a whole there was a whole thing there, and I think the only thing I really started thinking about was that the salsa would have probably frozen into like a disc, so you'd have yeah. like a. A salsa frisbee, which well, he covered. He covered it all in salt and left it in a cupboard for four days, and it turned into like a salsa <laughs> disc. Yeah, it's a dry cured salsa. Anyway, and... the bottom line is, curries haven't <laughs> turned up for my fridge, and I, it's bothering me. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's my hate. There you go. It's a thing like you're gonna you're gonna get you know because you're pestering, you're waging quite a public war against. Yeah, yeah. Um, curries about you i've seen the photos you've posted i (laughs) (laughs) that sounds bad yeah it does you're doing the um my holiday was ruined photo i'm doing doing yeah (laughs) i'm doing the peter k bit where they just point at the stuff the thing that's wrong so it's just me pointing at the fridge with a with a half stern half laughing my ass off photo but i'm saying this is where it ends though because curries are going to turn around in a few days and they're going to go they're going to say i'm so sorry mr ray we haven't. I don't think de- they. We haven't been delivering. Fr- no, but they're going to say we haven't been delivering fridges for two months. Mm. And then you're going to turn and you're going to look at your fridge, and you're going to wonder what the hell is sitting there. Yeah. Well, I'll deal with that when it comes. 
Yep. Cool. Great. Okay. Moving on. Have you been <laughs> tempted to? Have you taken any actions to secure the fridge on your driveway? Because um, children can become trapped in fridges. It's well, true. if some turtles. child turns up, opens my fridge door, which is a problem to start with, then is stupid enough to let it close, they probably deserve what's coming. Yeah, and right. you know, Mr. Tumblr's husk to feed. Yeah. yeah. That's, my, got that's that my treat to him. That'll stop him talking to me for the next five turns. If once I sacrifice a, human being, a child. Once a human being crosses that threshold, it is technically Tumnus's property. Not yeah. only property, but also nourishment. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the dark bargain you've seen. <laughs> this, is how, this is how you're making it work. You you lure a child into your fridge every, uh, say, yeah. every solstice. Every, and... every winter solstice, yeah. <laughs> but hey, but hey, but hey. That's the thing with Tumnus. That's the thing, you know, Tumnus. That's the thing with Tumnus. Thing is, just, thing is, if this guy's a mild inconvenience, <laughs> then, I'm, then I will sacrifice a child so I can be less irritated for a Wait for a, a second. Bit. What's that? Is that my child's femur bone? Oh, you know, that's the thing with Tumnus. Well, you know, I'm, I'm making uh, making some stock. You know, <laughs> making some tonkatsu ramen over here. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, chuck it in. Chuck it in. <laughs> Come on. Oh, give me here. Give me here. I've got I've got a hate. Oh, go, go on, on then. then. I hate a sexy photoshopped cat. Um, what are we saying I mean, is what are we defining as sexy? I, what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, you do you find it sexy? Oh, oh yeah, constantly. But no, cool. no, like um, I'm a I'm a full mask. But no, what I mean is um, <laughs> great. When you buy when you buy pet food, oh the. Okay, it's, okay. If you're buying, okay, let's uh, human analog. If you're buying shampoo, say I don't eat shampoo. Okay, <laughs> okay. That's not that's not one of the items in my infinite fridge. Okay, Tom when, you're, when you're <laughs> buying, bring back. me the shampoo. <laughs> when you're buying, um, let's say a product designed to make you look or feel a certain way, the okay. packaging will quite frequently have a picture of a human being who embodies those qualities. So if you were selling uh, shampoo, oh, here's somebody with beautiful kind of golden hair, you know, falling perfectly. Four. Yeah, and if you ever look really closely at those pictures... They're not real people. They're often like airbrushed to within an inch of their life. Like I bet um, they didn't even use the product. I bet they. Yeah. I bet they're not even a real mm. person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The trouble is, not none of them even fucking use the product, is it? Case in point: Lucy uh, uh, dyes her hair different colours. Uh, you paused at such a bad point in that sentence. Lucy, Lucy dyes, dyes her hair. Her hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lucy uh, colours her hair, and um, when you buy uh, the hair colouring products. It always has like uh, the same woman. It's always the same woman. Yeah, yeah the same image as well. is a different color in every. Which proves that they haven't actually dyed their hair at all. Yeah, so it's been photoshopped. Okay, yeah. so when you buy cat food. They airbrush the cat. Yeah, this is my point. They dye the cat's hair blue. Yeah. <laughs> I would blue. buy that cat. I would buy that cat. <laughs> okay. And eat that cat food and get glossy hair. Yeah. As a side note, I heard that you could buy coloring for your pet as in literally like i'm not saying it's a good yeah i'm not saying it's a good product but i'm saying no it's not you could buy like (laughs) a sheep dip for your dog to basically like 
die. I would, have to, I would have to bleach my dog first. Yeah. Well, you could do that. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my happens? God. There's been an earthquake at the are rain you, residence. Okay? Oh, my God. The residence. <laughs> Whoa. I'm fine. Whoa. <laughs> I'm in a tornado. Um, but no, so when you're, when you're selling cat food, you're like, hey, hey, marketing hey. team. We want to we want to infer that this cat this cat food will make your cat look svelte, like oh yeah, you know, like a uh, like beautiful, like rich, rich, uh, silky fur. What is the optimum pos- uh, condition of a cat? This mm. is my point. This is my point. So you're like, okay, this is great. We need to find the <laughs> supermodel of the cat world. We need to no, find the sexiest cat we can find to make. But this is weird because we're not equipped as human beings. We're yeah. a different species. We're not equipped to, I don't think, uh, to fi- to know what a sexy cat is. I don't know whether I would know what a sexy cat is. I mean, I might. But this I've is, tried. This is what this is what gets me because if you're selling cat food, mm. I'm like, just take a photo of a cat. Like I don't, I, really I don't matter. really care about the specifics. You could probably just write cat food on it, and I'll believe on a white you. box. Yeah, you're <laughs> In not like Ariel. <laughs> you're not advertising cat food. To- you're not advertising to the cat. Like, no. the cat is not buying it. So why are you trying oh, no, to gussy up a cat to, like, make it, like, oh, four. Yeah, I want Here's the thing, that, though, John. Here's you know? the thing. I, I buy cat food on the basis of the pictures of what the food looks like sometimes. Mm. So I'm like, ooh, that looks like real food. That doesn't look like, like a paste or, like, ash or something. Okay. So um, So I'm like, ooh. I'll I'll get that, and that inevitably is the cat food dumpling does not like. Yeah, but I mean, it's still the marketing marketing but then, towards but then you me, eat it. the owner. But then I can eat it exactly. Yeah. It's just like I just warm it up a bit. It's like a casserole. But but this is my but this is the weird thing. It's like the 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 things that make a human buy cat food for their pet. Are the, I don't know what those factors are. Like I I just go like. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I I don't know. I get. Oh, we just know the cat likes one brand, so just go and buy. We buy that, that one. That <laughs> tends to be it, really. Yeah. It's like, but, oh, she had this last time. Let's buy it again. But I, I think it's anything that didn't kill your <laughs> cat the first time round is fine. Yeah. 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 That she didn't that, die. Let's do it again. <laughs> that's the threshold for success. Did the is the cat still alive? Mm. Um. So so then you look at like some of this cat food packaging, and I think um. There's one particular brand, I believe it's Whiskers in particular. Let's put them on the mask. Other brands are. That's another sponsorship deal we fucking lost. Thanks. So they've got. We're doing well tonight. They've got this cat, like, reclining on the box. Like, it's like, oh, it's just kind of rolling in in the grass like a cat does. Yeah. And yet, this cat has been photoshopped within an inch of its life. Like, and the more (laughs) I stare at this image of a cat, I'm like, hang on a minute. This is like the uncanny valley. Like this is get, just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And like somebody took a photo of a cat and said, "No, <laughs> no, this will not do." Look at this uggo. This real. <laughs> how, just... how do you? How do cats get involved in modelling? Yeah. yeah. How do you break in? How does that happen? Do they get like headhunted? I don't know. I like clearly... that, that cat's got the look I'm looking for. Bring that, bring that cat to me. Are there just people going around like Crufts and the like, whatever the oh cat show? Oh my god, show. yeah, they're headhunting cats. Yeah, and they're going like, that. that is a that, sexy ass cat. What a that. job. I've never spoken to anyone who I've gone, 
Oh, so what do you do for a living? Oh, I headhunt cats. You can what just imagine, job. like, you just imagine job. it's like uh, at, at at the latest uh, Crofts outing. It's like we're looking for the the next face of beef flakes. Mm. Uh, oh, that cat! That cat looks like it could sell beef flakes to me with a handsome amount of photo retouch. Uh, it could sell beef flakes to the beef. Because yeah, back to the cow. <laughs> it could, it could, back to it could sell these beef flakes back to the cow. <laughs> Excel fire to the burning, yeah. um, but no. But I, again, I, I this is like the the Pandora's box that I'm trying to. Un, I'm just trying to make sense of here because it's like the more I stare at this cat and the more I think about it, and I I'm re-engineering the decisions that went into putting that image of a cat on a box because this cat is like. It's like a platonic ideal. It's like, yeah. There's no. It's it's the idea of a cat rather yes. than an actual cat. And who de- and who decides what the optimum cat is? It's a bunch. It's a bunch of people in a boardroom, a mm. bunch of marketing people going like, yes, you know. Or they looked at this, this. cat. That's the one which is we probably, want. as you say, uh, best in show at crafts or whatever the cat version of crafts is. What what is the cat version of crafts? I think they just go to crafts. I think cats just go to crafts, don't they? Do they? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look it quick... up while we're talking. Carry on. I'm going to look it up. I was... Oh, I'm going to do it. Fuck. Fuck off. I'm okay, doing I'll it. Keep no, talking. me first. My point Crufts. is, somebody looked no, it's at... a dog show. Fuck. I was wrong. Somebody looked at that beautiful cat. Probably, um, you know, let's call him um, Pebbles the Cat, you know. Yeah, won yeah. the 2014 Beskin Show. You know, gave a lovely, lovely speech, you know, really gussied it up in the swimsuit round. And they're like, <laughs> yes, that is the young, fresh face of, of a modern day working cat. Like, that's what we want on our brand. Then they took a photo of that cat and they said, no, it's not good enough. No, fuck. <laughs> no. They need to, they the, need to screen the test cat. the cat. It's the best cat on the planet, and it's still not good enough yeah. for us humans. It will never, like, you know, the head of the, head of the Whiskers Corporation is like... Who is you're, a cat? What, what is this? <laughs> what is this? You know, this, is, this is not the cat I dream of. This is, you know, the thing that keeps me awake at night. So they go and Photoshop it to the point where its eyes almost look cartoonish because they are so mm. perfect. Its its fur is is it's like a Pixar movie. Like it, it's just so yeah. ridiculously coiffured. And I swear, I swear. If you look closely, at, I'm looking at this cat like I'm staring at this cat more than anyone has stared at an illustration of a cat in their life. Well, it's a photo. And I, I thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm staring at this photo of a cat, and I realise the longer I stare at it, I'm like, have they photoshopped a smile onto that cat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hang on, is the corner of that cat's mouth tilted up? And I'm like, I've, I, I, I'm losing my mind thinking about this cat. It's so weird. Is what it are the, the decisions? I've, I've just Google image search whiskers. Is it the grey cat against the purple background? Yeah. And it's leaning its chin on its paw. <laughs> yeah. I bet that In wasn't even of... posed. There yeah. are other examples out there. That I, feel... I am looking at this image now and I'm getting lost in it just like you did. It's, it's like a, an abyss of some sort. Um, what do you Google? Is it Whiskers packaging? Or? I literally just typed in Whiskers cat food and then image searched it, and it's oh, just there a whole. Is. I'm looking at him now. Is that the one, John? Yeah, I, I mean, think... he, he is. That is a good-looking cat. 
That but also, the, the way I'm, that objectively, bought, I can appreciate that that's a good-looking cat. Like, that, if you're listening along and you're at home now, uh, go on to go on to Google, search Whiskers Cat Food, W H I S K A S, uh, and then image search it, and you'll see a grey cat, which is kind of just the head and front paws of a cat, mm. uh, against a purple, purpley yeah. pink background, and the way its head is rested on that paw, there's no way a real cat can actually do that. Yeah. They've made it into a, a a logo. It's a they've turned a photo into a logo. That is not actually. It's monstrous. The, that's not the most egregious one out there. Like that still, I feel like the head of that cat is real, but yeah, probably, like well, the maybe. arms around it are not. But there are there are I swear there are worse ones going around the packaging. Like it just gets worse and worse. I feel but like because you two have cat, uh, you two both have cats that don't look like this cat. So surely yeah. that wouldn't have much of an impact on you as consumers. Well, no, this is well, my point. No. Like, I, I, no, my, not at all. I love my cat, but he's, he's, he's an asshole. Like, <laughs> he's, he's a real prick, and I just want to, you know, I want to feed the just guy. Want, just want to keep him alive. But I'm not looking at going like, oh god, yeah, what's the sexiest cat I can find? You know, yeah. it, nothing, nothing less than that is good enough for my. For my process really is: does this type of cat food come in turkey flavor? Because Dumpling <laughs> loves turkey. If it does, I'll buy that. The end. I got like um, I had to venture out, uh, you know, onto the mean streets uh, during uh, plague season to get cat food for my <laughs> for my ungrateful little shit beast. And uh, I, I went to two different pet shops trying to find that one brand he loves so much. You know, the, mm. the one that really does it for him. And yep. uh, eventually, I found the one shop that sold it, <laughs> and they're selling like uh, different variants on it. They're selling where well, you can get uh, salmon. And okay. I'm like, I'm like, well, we don't get him salmon because it stinks to high heaven. He doesn't seem yeah. to like it. Uh, you can get chicken and rice, or you can get rice. and rice. You know, okay. uh, you know, cats are notoriously big vegetarians. Or, <laughs> or um, it's like chicken and rice, or chicken and turkey. I'm like, what? Yeah. Of course okay. I get. Of course I'm getting the, the chicken and turkey. Double yeah. meat. That's two meats yeah. for the price of one meat. And he's yeah, going crazy for it. He loves it. Yeah, of course he does. I'd go crazy for that. Yeah. Chicken and turkey on one evening meal. Fuck. See, I don't have a cat, but I do have a dog. Mm. Shit. Which is the opposite of a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, the massive. And we have opposite. to get. We go. We do a brand called Tails.com. So Earth, who turns up once a month on the doorstep in just like a white bag. Right. Um, but we have to get her special food because she's <laughs> allergic to fucking everything. <laughs> Um, so, but they've been very good. I've, I've not been influenced by cutesy images or anything. It's, it's a weird concept now that I think about it. I've yeah. never thought about it in any great depth before, and maybe I should have, and maybe that says more about me. Well, it's, but, a, it's another yeah. weird quirk of, of like design and marketing, I think, like creative marketing, is, is this idea that they're trying to make a product more appealing, but they're making it more appealing to the people who aren't consuming it, and that's very strange. Yeah. I guess like an offshoot of this would be... Um... I want to say like baby products. Yeah. Like weird photoshopped babies, which are very like photogenic to the point where they don't look real anymore. I'm kind of like, look, I feel sorry for the babies on packaging for baby products. Yeah. Because that is the most famous they'll ever be. <laughs> Fact. Your life has peaked at that moment. When Unless you're what, wait, you know, you're like a month old. You're like, fucking wait, hell, it's all downhill from here. At least you're getting royalty checks every week from Pampers. Yeah. How much do you reckon they go for, royalty checks? 
Fuck all. Say, say I was a baby and I posed for mother care. Well, no, listen. Yeah, because when you're a baby, you know fuck all about bargaining and like getting yeah. good deals. Or so you posing. probably get fucking ripped off when you're so a baby. If I'm and then now, your royalties are shit all. I'm now 30 in a couple of years. Um, how much residual check money am I getting month on month? Probably like 50p a year. Uh, what's the point? I'd rather, I'd rather add that on. But also, like, you know, the uh, the baby market, the baby uh, photo industry is even harsher than the uh, the high fashion supermodel one. Because, you know, <sighs> you you come in and they're like, oh, who's this new player? You know, oh, oh, look at look at Junior there. Oh, he's got the stuff. And then six months later, they're like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you lost it. Dude. What, <laughs> you you lost your edge. <laughs> What you, grew, you grew a oh, single no. curl of hair. <laughs> you had so much potential. <laughs> now look at you. Now look, you've got one tooth. It's disgusting. <laughs> thing is, imagine turning up as a mother or a father and they go, oh yeah, your baby's horrible looking. We can't possibly use this baby. Yeah, imagine putting a lot your of baby... There's could be taken there. Putting your baby forward for the fa- the next face of Pampers, you know. So, like, oh, it's a big national competition. You put your baby forward. I've only got a small window in which my baby is the right age and the right cute factor to be on the mm. front of Pampers. And the Pampers head honcho is like, no, fuck that baby. That sh- that's, a- that's a bad baby. Take it away, please. Get it out of my Lord. sight. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> it'd be it'd be awful if like you know you bring your baby in and they're like whoa you know maybe whoa. maybe maybe cut down on the formula all right <laughs> <laughs> what are you six pounds down. jesus whoa <laughs> big boy <laughs> i um i know that like uh when when um when when um when you there's like a movie or a tv show and there's a it requires a, it requires a baby um <laughs> I need a baby, right? I need, baby. I need one of those young, young humans. What are they called? What are they called? When you look a at the baby? credits, yes, exactly. When you look at the credits, it's often played by twins. Yeah, yes. or very, very, very often. Yeah, because it's like there's some laws, aren't there, around how long they can work for? Yeah. So if you're the parent of like twins or triplets, or you know, God willing, like uh, quadruplets, you're like, Whew. yes, you're in the Hollywood. This is the one. Hollywood. Well, Call there me. was a bait in Gavin and Stacey, the popular BBC television show. Um, the baby that was twins, like when they filmed the original series, and then this year they did a Christmas special, and the kid playing the son was the same baby. Ah. Was the baby from ten years previous? Has it been That's ten amazing. years? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Well, he's probably older than that actually. Uh, the kid in the show was <laughs> yeah, he's seventeen, tw- 11, 12, <laughs> Yeah, he was, just, yeah. he was driving all the main characters <laughs> round. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I'm a cabbie now. Hey, hey. Still a baby, really. Where is my packed lunch? <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, mother. My pampers. Just before, just before we do forget about um, the pet food. Mm. G- growing up, or I guess even now, when when you were like feeding a pet, did you, did you ever look at their food and go, "Oh, Jesus, the camera's fallen down again." I've fallen, oh, no. I've fallen again. What are you that balancing it? Now on? you're upside down. That was my fault. I was pulling. You're the upside wire. down. You're upside, I'm upside down. down. Now. Yeah. Up- okay. Well, let's carry on like this. We we'll just have to go with it. Okay. This is weird. We don't have um, to do shit. Okay. Now you're now your portrait. Now you're okay, the right way up. Now on the right way up. What I was trying to say be- before Chris Ray was <laughs> struck was by an earthquake. What I was say. trying to say, right? Is, what I'm trying to say about this is. Did, did you ever look at pet food as a kid and go, "Oh, mm, that looks um." Looks pretty good. I used to like we used to feed our um, gerbils this amazing multicolored <laughs> collection of food. It was like little green pellets, little red pellets. You got sunflower seeds. You got bits of barley or something. And you and wanted I like, that. 
I did want it. It looked like a big. <laughs> it was as colourful as a big bag of Lego, and I was kind of like, uh, okay. "Ooh, this looks like Ooh. this looks like the food they eat in Hook or something like that." Like I, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know. I'm like, oh, it. I bet. I wonder what it's like. And I never did it, but I always kind of wanted to eat it. I um, I've never liked the look, taste, uh, no. <laughs> I haven't, e- I haven't eaten it. Shit. Back up, back up. No. Um, I've never liked the look or smell of, of uh, cat food, but Ali uh, really does like it. And she regularly is like, oh, I could eat that. And I'm uh, like, yeah, because I've, I've fed your respective cats a number of times. And the gelatin around all the cat food, I just think is grotesque. Yeah. I mean, there, is, <laughs> there, there are some other brands. There's a brand where it's in like gravy and there's a brand where it's kind of like just meat. And that's mm. probably the one that's closest to what human food could look like. Yeah. And if I was going to eat any of these pouched monstrosities, I'd probably eat that one. But yeah. no, I, I have eaten a dog biscuit before on a dare, and it was kind of just like eating. It's like, they're just bark. dry, horrible. Blech. Yeah. But um, no. I do, oh, that was that was, a, that was a dog barking. Yeah. Is that because you must just have, said she must dog have, biscuit? She, yeah, she must Did have heard you... us talking about dog biscuits. <laughs> That's amazing. I... I remember seeing a program as a kid and I definitely remember seeing the show. I just cannot remember whether it was, I, I have no context now for whether it was real or whether it was like a, a lie, but they were interviewing a guy whose job was to taste test dog food. Oh yeah. Because, I bet that's, I bet that's a real job. Because apparently I, 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 like how how do you test such a thing? Like, because you kind of like, well, we've 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 made this thing which is technically edible. Yeah, I just googled it. It's a real job. Okay, but it. Oh god, that makes me sad. But it, it was but something surely there like, must be dog tasters as well. Apparently, they generally earn around thirty four thousand dollars a year, and Whoa. sometimes can can bring in as much as a hundred thousand dollars a year. What for eating as compensation? That's not a salary. They're just like we're so sorry. No, that's <laughs> that's as well as their salary, which is. This actually just sounds bad. like a very slight variation on John's fridge uh, proposition from earlier. Yeah, yeah. Limitless, going... limitless food, but a slight annoyance of your bowels will just be in pieces. <laughs> Once a month, you're ushered into a room, and there's a there's there's a tin with no label and an envelope full of cash, and they're yeah. like, "Eat it. So don't, don't ask any questions. Take your time." Eat it. Eat it and rate it out of five, and then you get the money. <laughs> but I, I seem to remember them saying that, like, because it's like a there's a grading scale for meat. Uh, it's oh, like yeah. it's like letters of the alphabet. So like A is like the freshest meat you can imagine. Okay. And then like when you get down to like E or F, it's kind of like that's like chicken from like a week ago, that okay. sort of thing. And they're like. Beyond a set, beyond a beyond a grade, you're not technically. It's not f- fit for human consumption, but it's, it's not still technically. It's not. It's still technically edible. And I, I, I remember vividly. This show said, the food that goes into dog food is like um, grade G meat. Like it, it it's still wow. technically meat, but it's <clears throat> like so. It is technically edible. It used to be meat. Yeah, like uh, obviously a dog's loving it, but legally they're like, this is not something a human should be enjoying. I, I remember the guy like eating it out of a tin, like, I, 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 and it was that thing where it's like, and then he goes home and kisses his wife. Yeah, kisses his dog wife when he comes. <laughs> <laughs> his sexy dog wife, who is also the uh, the photo model for dog food. Yeah, we've Very come full circle. How hey! about that? 
There was a rhyme and reason to all that. Conclusion. Mm. Nick, I've got hate. Yeah, take us away. So you know how I feel about life hacks. Oh, God. Oh, well, yeah. um, I found out about a couple of YouTube channels that apparently specialize in life hacks. Um, except, except for the fact that they're, they're very strange. It's like they don't really exist in our world. They exist in this weird parallel world that they think we care about. And we, I mean, I don't, but they have millions of followers and uh, millions of views on their videos. So I don't understand. There's one channel called Troom Troom. And there's one ca- channel called One Two Three Go, and they're almost identical to one another. Okay. And they will have titles like Ten Crazy Like Girly Life Hacks" or Ten DIY Tidy Up Your House Hacks," or some of them will be challenges and some of them will be pranks. And then when you watch a video, they'll all be the basically the same premise, where it's kind of like you're watching a children's show. So they're in sets, right? They're not in real buildings not in real rooms not in real houses they're they're in these primary colored sets that look like funhouse or finders keepers or something like that and they're all wearing primary colored t-shirts and trousers they're dressed like someone from an alphabet music video they don't look like real people right <laughs> and they're talking but they're muted right so that it's like their mouths are just going blah, blah 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 and there's a voiceover over the top saying frank is really fed up with having to do the dishes and then oh, it will cut to like Frank. a girl on the so- on, a, on a primary colored bright red sofa, and she's like pretending already. to play a, a game. <laughs> and it's like Katie doesn't want to help at all. And I'm sort of watching this, and I'm like, Oh god, who is who is this for? Because it's obviously kind of targeted at kids, mm. but the actors who are playing all the roles in it are all like probably mid thirties, <laughs> um, but they're acting like either children or teenagers, and they're trying to be cool, but like I don't. And then the, all the all the pranks and all of the life hacks are all like everyday things like one of them was um when you go traveling with your best mate and you go on the plane and then you arrive at your at your hotel and you're sat in the way and they always do this story right so they're building up this weird story about uh, how the life hack's going to get used and then they're sat in the waiting room and it's got this voiceover and everything and it's like katie's going to reach into her bag to get out her swimming costume because she can't wait to go swimming later today Oh no, what's that? And her hand comes out the back and it's covered in toothpaste. Right? Oh, no. And she's like, oh no. And then her friend Annabelle tells her that the reason that happened is because of the altitude and the aeroplane. And I'm like, sure. What? Yeah, that happens all the time. And then and then Annabelle goes, You should have done this. And she pu- pulls a little jar out of her rucksack and it's full of toothpaste nuggets. What? Yeah. And that just comes up on the screen as though that's a thing. Like should have got these toothpaste nuggets. What? And then it goes into Is that the... when you cover the toothpaste in a little salt and then you put it in the cupboard for four days? That's actually really <laughs> it, close. It comes out so... with to- toothpaste nuggets. <laughs> That's bizarrely close, right? So you get a piece of baking, like, sheet, parchment, whatever. You get your toothpaste. This is in advance of going on holiday, right? And you do little squirts onto the baking sheet. So you have these little, almost like, Jesus. blobs. Yeah. And then, get this, you coat them in flour, Right. And then you leave them out somewhere. It doesn't really say where until they go a bit hard. And then you scrape them all off the baking parchment into a little jar. And then you screw the lid on the jar and then you're good to go on holiday. And then it shows them using them. And they're in a hotel bathroom and they pop one in their mouth like a sweet. And then they like wait for it to melt on their tongue. And then they like brush their teeth. That sounds like a lot of effort for something you could just put into your cabin baggage. Yeah. Or if you're desperate to put something in a jar, just put the toothpaste tube in a jar. Like, fuck off. 
It's, it's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. But they always have to tell a, li- a weird like scenario or story with this voiceover that's like half children's TV show, half helping you out with domestic life hack. The kind of things that kids... Like a kid's never going to pack their own bag and go on a plane and go on holiday with their friend. Like, what the, who the fuck is this for? I don't understand. It's I maddening. He, I, yeah, I... I think. Oh God, I hate everything about this. Like everything you are describing is 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 just awful. Yeah, it's uh, uh, monstrous. I but... do think that. I think it is aimed at children. Like I, I think it's yeah. not. It's not meant to be something they'll understand. I think it's just meant to be like, oh, this is colourful. I think you're right because these things are incredibly successful. Like there's there's a lot of production value. There's a lot. They they have a lot of sub channels. They've got huge amounts of views. So they're with the adverts in front of them. They're probably making shitloads of money. But it's like. <laughs> It's just the worst content in the world. There was another hack, which was to do with uh, a boy leaving the toilet seat up. We all know that that's a big yeah. no-no. Oh. Um, and the hack, right, involved using, like, the boy happened to be playing with a yo-yo. And then he was, and he suddenly had, like, a light bulb moment. He was like, wait a minute, I could use this. Wait, sorry, when you say boy, do you mean the 37-year-old man? <laughs> yes, with a full beard. <laughs> On a fishing boat, you know, like tra- trawling in like today's catch. He's just like, oh, you know what? I could use my yo-yo to but solve this problem. Face, <laughs> face scarred by years at sea, years, you know, kind of like s- salt and wind burned. Yeah. A face of a thousand stories, you know, who has lived many, many lives on top of one another just to get to Timmy to here keeps today. leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> Madam Timmy, Timmy has tattoos up to his neck. <laughs> Madam Timmy has ten live trout in the bath. I think that's more important than the toilet. <laughs> anyway, so Timmy, thirty-eight-year-old Timmy, <laughs> Timmy has a realizes... wife in every port. <laughs> Timmy is a close personal friend of Captain Bird's eye himself. So yeah. if you could just back off Timmy's fucking case for like two cocking seconds. It's not his fault he was miscast. It's not his fault he was miscast. Exactly. Anyway, so Timmy works out that if he like sticks with sellotape the yo-yo string to a weird part of the cistern inside the toilet and then also tapes the other end of the string to the toilet seat, when you flush the loo something moves and shifts in the system and it lowers the toilet seat back down again after you piss. So, there, so there's that. See, my it's interpretation so of, of life hacks in, what, in their purest form is it's supposed to make something banal simpler. Yeah. All these life hacks that I hear on this podcast seem like they're just creating additional problems. <laughs> just making my life way harder. Like, yeah. I'm going to spend hours making a, a system simple counterweight system. Or something that's got a very easy solution, incredibly difficult with multiple stages. Yeah. Let alone the fact that I don't really want to be sellotaping a yo-yo string to the underside of my fucking toilet seat. But that in itself sounds like a huge pain in the arse. Yeah. Are you expected to buy a second yo-yo? Or are you just meant to But what if I don't have a yo-yo? That suggests I have a yo-yo lying around. It does suggest Which I that. don't, to the best of my knowledge. So there you go. This is another thing I think with life hacks is that surely they're supposed to make use of things everyone has and make use of them in a new and helpful way. Yeah. But rarely does it seem to be that. I do wonder, like, did what was what was patient zero for life hacks? Like what was 
What, it was what, probably what, someone like unfurling a paperclip and using it to press a reset button on a on an electronic yeah. device or something like that, wasn't are it? You, like, are you having difficulty opening your phone case? Why not was, use this paperclip? There was that thing where. I, 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 I think it was described as like a life hack, but I'm not sure if it technically counts as a life hack. But like, you know, the thing where like if you have um, a fizzy drink, the tab has like a hole in it. And you're mm. meant to fold it over. You're yeah. meant to put the straw in it or something. But again, like this is the big thing that I think life hacks get wrong is that sometimes they just explain the actual functionality of something that it was meant for. It's yeah. like you're not hacking anything. If if those ring pulls were designed to be a straw holder, we just didn't know that. It's not that it's some sort of clever thing that someone's worked out. It's that that was what they were for, and no one has been communicated that recently. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you know you haven't you haven't you haven't changed the use of something to be used in a different way. This is always how it was meant to be used. You idiot. Yeah. Mysterious, Mysterious shit. I just. The levels, I think we, uh, Jesus, just like the, the the cognitive journey you have to go on to go, I'm going to put out individually spaced portions of toothpaste <laughs> yeah, yeah. on a, what, what, on a what baking process tray that is. and then cover them in cornstarch. I mean, I can't think that that's going to affect the flavor, surely, as well. Well, like, yeah. I don't, I, eat, I don't want to eat that. I just, I'm not saying I fly very often, but my toothpaste has never exploded like all over no. the place. Like, it, how many people are affected by this? This is the thing. These aren't these aren't real issues. These aren't real things. So, so what's the point of these videos? What's the point of these hacks? Well, it's all content. About them sweet, them them sweet views, Nick. I mean, I don't know what I find I more offensive: the fact that that is actually classed as a life hack, or that. There are people making uh, a, a living. Off, yeah, I think off that's the thing. Is that these, this stuff. People are watching. We may have spoken Why? about this before, but I feel very sorry for the people who have to come up with these things. We've talked like, about. Oh Raul. God, I've got to come up with twelve life hacks today. Jesus yeah. no, Christ! No, don't. These are the modern modern day snake oil salesmen. Like, yeah. do not do not give them mm. a moment's sympathy because they have they have not given your precious time and money that that it is just. This is utter bullshittery. Like, it is astonishing. Yeah, like, <laughs> every individual life hack camp. Uh, you've got poor Raul in his warehouse, desperately trying to come up with stuff. It's always Raul. You've got one, two, three, go industry. He gets around that guy, doesn't he? He does. Or he doesn't. One, two, three, go were originally a, a Japanese heavy, <laughs> heavy industrial production company. And they were making... They were making uh, chemicals and pharmaceuticals. They were doing good work. And then one day, one day, someone twisted the ring pull around on a Coke can. And was like, <laughs> my God. <gasps> oh, my God. My God, where's the CEO? Where's the CEO? And they where's like, the CEO, Jimmy? We need him. <laughs> and they turned it all around that day. But after yeah. week one, you're like, okay, we've, <laughs> okay, guys, this is a bold new horizon. We've done the ring pull. That's classic. That's gospel. We've um, we've unfolded a we've unfolded a paperclip to reset our phone. Solid gold, solid sky's the limit. What's next? 
Um, um, what what do you, what 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 in terms of a life hack or what's next on our show? No, that's a thing. No, that's a, that's a, no. I mean, life hacks. I mean, this is it. Like, oh. I think genuinely there may only be two actual life hacks in the entire yeah. world. I think that might be true. It's yeah, the paperclip think... and it's the ring pull. Yeah, that's it. And and eating Done. popcorn out of a hoodie you're wearing backwards is you're you're a garbage person. That's you're not a life hack. That's either performance art or a very specific fetish. Yeah, or both. <laughs> I can, I can only get my rocks off if I'm pretending to be a horse <laughs> eating out of a finish. <laughs> <laughs> eating out of a nose bag for God's sake. You're an adult. Just get a bowl out of a cupboard for crying out loud. But yeah, if you want to laugh, go on one two three go or uh, Troom Troom's YouTube no, channels. Troom Troom Troom. Yeah. Troom, troom, troom. I, I feel, want you in I, my room. I feel this is now this is now a cursed this is a cursed audio file. Like you say the word yeah. troom and it just oh it feels indecent somehow. <laughs> it is. It's horrible. Oh, it's it disgusting. feels like a sex act in another language, which I just can't. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is basically my way of when I can't think of a hate, I resort to life hacks again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad. Don't let we- the secrets out of the bag. Oh crap. Cut I'm this so, bit, John. I'm so glad that nearly 60 episodes... <laughs> 60 Still episodes scraping in. scraping the bottle every episode. Yeah, we're running out. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's turn it on its head. Yeah. Let's, let's end with a nice positive note. Rayman, you got a love. Yeah. Cleanse the palate. What do yes. you love? My love is, because I've been watching a lot of it, and uh, because they've started their own podcast, not to rival this one, is Scrubs. Yes, I've heard they've started a podcast. I've been listening to the new podcast with um, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, where they yes. rewatch an episode of Scrubs every. Well, they do two a week now. Are you watching lockdown. along with them? I'm no, I've not been because I'm so familiar with the episodes, and they don't necessarily commentate on it. They just tell some dotes, drop some dotes, some sweet dotes. Um, but it's very good. It's called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Ah, the uh, the show, and it's very funny, and the th- they sing the theme tune themselves as well. <laughs> and um, well, we've been speaking about it on and off, uh, John and I, for a couple of weeks. That Scrubs is back. Yeah, it's everyone's, back again. Everyone's talking about Scrubs. Yeah. Well, I got the box set for my birthday. Just well, I asked for it, but at random in terms of the global situation surrounding Scrubs. So it's quite nice that um, that you, I'm on the ground level for once. Yeah, you were ahead of the curve. Things. Is this weird? Like, is it like is that that strikes me as really odd? Because I remember that when I was at uni. I was really into Scrubs. So we're talking yeah. like uh, 2000, 2004, 2007. I was like, this is the funniest show on TV. I, yeah. I was like, I, th- I think there was a time when it was hilarious. Every episode was just a complete slam dunk, basically. I, yeah. I, I remember in the final year of uni, I think, Rev, you and I, we went in halves on, we weren't at the same university, but we went in halves sure. on Scrubs, Scrubs uh, season, season three. Maybe we did. And I think we did like a tight, we did a part exchange on it where I had it for a bit, you had it for a bit. And I remember watching that a lot in my final year of uni and thinking like, TV is is over. Like, (laughs) it it will never get better than this. Series three, three, four and five, I think, are brilliant Hmm. still. Um, But but the quality dip did by the end. But those, in its prime, I think it's one of the best comedies made by uh, certainly by uh america well this is the weird thing like i i would be fascinated to know what it's like watching it now because yeah, i would i, I would am gonna i am gonna just rewatch it i'm listening to the pod on its own but i am gonna rewatch it nick did you 
were you a were you a scrubber back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, and I think a lot like you, I really did think it was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, and and also like you said, Chris, I think I started to I didn't I was watching it like religiously, like episode by episode on telly, um, and then and then I stopped because I think those later seasons just sort of dropped off for me, and I didn't really care anymore so much. Um, and I think unfortunately that's probably left this this taste in my mind that it's kind of like maybe it was good then but is it actually good now um so i'd be interested to watch it again to see if i still still because i'm a big fan of some some american comedies like 30 rock and u.s office parks and recreation and i honestly think those are some of the funniest shows well they are between those three somewhere in those three is the funniest comedy i've ever seen and whichever one i watch most recently is Mm. is the funniest so i'd love to know where it compared with those because i honestly have, it's been so long i don't know i am fascinated to think about how well it's aged like yeah. i i i really am because yeah. i i thought it was so good and then i'm like looking... i mean the thing is i'm not a, a overly familiar with the american healthcare system so in terms of it aging <laughs> it's probably not too bad yeah true yeah we what, don't have that what i mean is like for me it was like it, but it was very much like peak 2000s where yes. like it's probably dated a bit. The best that TV could be at that point was kind of like the OC. Oh, God. You, you're like anything on E4, like any channel yeah. like that. Like it was like Scrubs wasn't like a classic sitcom, but it was a bit sitcom-y. And yeah. that There's format, some very dramatic moments in it. it yeah. It's ostensibly a sitcom, but it, it does have a lot of drama in it. But like, yeah, I mean, obviously it didn't have a laugh track or anything like that, but like yeah. it did. Which um, I think is good. I just, what, what I mean is I, I, I enjoy laugh tracks. Because obviously I, I, I thought it was really, I, I, at the time I thought it was really, really funny. And like, it would just be weird to think that revisiting any show from like the mid 2000s now, just, just, just because like the world has moved on. Like just because and, yeah, like. And, and we've changed, like our sense of humor has like, mm. evolved. Yeah. So, like I, I, I'm just fascinated by that. Like what's the leading comedy of today i don't actually know what that is because i'm out of touch yeah i am US out of touch because i mean even like office. yeah <laughs> yeah i guess even like um parks and rec 30 rock that they, they they finished like a, a few years ago now yeah i i just i i'm just fascinated by like how What's comedy right now well actually brooklyn 99 that's another yeah. really good one which i've never really seen no i've never seen that honestly like I mean, anything basically that has Michael Schur's name against it, which is basically the three that I listed earlier, and also Brooklyn oh, Nine-Nine as well. Interesting. He anything he touches turns to comedy gold. He is one of the funniest people I've, I've ever known. Because you you look at like I mean like in the nineties, I guess over the late nineties, it was like the 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 model for like a TV comedy or an American TV comedy was like Friends, yeah, Frasier, yeah. and then you jump ahead like ten years, and it's kind of like things like scrubs which is maybe like not a sitcom it's a bit more cinematic edgier yeah but then i think like ricky gervais came along and invented the the documentary style one which was like a completely new branch of how to do it and of course then the u.s office and parks and rec both built on that and so that that for me feels like the post 2010 era of comedy kind of like this this like that was the peak of comedy then and maybe we have yet to find out what the next one is. Yeah. It's probably whatever your most whatever your favorite YouTube series is right now. Yeah, like that's Troom probably Troom. it's probably Troom Troom, I guess. It's probably it Troom be, Troom. Love. It must be Troom Troom. Troom Troom. That's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. I mean I laugh at it. Yeah. 
I, I, so they, yeah, there you go. Sh- relatively short and sweet. Scrubs. Watch I, it. I, I remember a time in like 2007 where Zach Braff was like the hottest commodity oh, he was on like, the planet. I, yeah, I honestly thought he was going to be huge for the rest of time. It's weird how he sort of dropped away. I, I, th- I remember in, in, again, God, <clears throat> 2007, you're bringing me back. I remember watching Garden State. Yeah. Yep. And and going like, uh, oh, this is good. He's he's got. But he bit... wrote and directed that as well, didn't he? he did. Yeah. Again, I don't feel that guard guarding skate will age very well at all. I like... think I think that might be quite unbearable to watch now. Uh, I, yeah, I think in hindsight, <laughs> that may be the most pretentious thing ever made. Yeah, and I yeah. um I did actually go to the cinema. I remember this. I went to the cinema to watch his second movie. Oh. What was that? I can't even remember. It was. Uh, but honestly, like I went with what um. At the time, my uh, final year flatmate, who was a bit of a weird one, like he really, really liked Zach Brath. He was like, Zach Brath oh. is an artiste. Like Zach, Bra- Zach Brath is taking art to a new level. Yes. And he and he and he was studying law and he did cocaine. And he um, who Zach Brath or your friend? My friend, yeah. Well, a flatmate okay. didn't didn't say friend, flatmate. Okay. But Sorry. he. Um, <laughs> He, uh, we went to see this movie, which was like the second Zach Braff movie, and it was all about a guy who cheats on his girlfriend or his wife, it, and it was awful. Like it, it was honestly, like I, I, I remember my soul kind of dying like halfway through that experience. I was like, wow, 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 this is bad. Like this is really, really bad. And oddly enough, I think about that movie quite a bit. <laughs> Even though I can't, no, you even can't remember, remember the name of it. Can't remember the name of it. I just remember it was probably just one of the worst things I've ever seen. Now I want to see it. Oh God, what was it called? If only one of us had access true, true. to a to a to a computer. Well, what's uh, your love? Uh, oh no, it's you, John. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my love, and again, this is a this is a very specific one, and it's probably a, a bit of a recommendation as well. Uh, but I've been playing a uh, Lucy and I. We've been playing it together. We've been playing a video game called um, The Outer Wilds, uh, not to be confused with The Outer Worlds, which is no. uh, very unfortunately two two games came out in the same year with almost the exact same name. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like there have been times in my life where I, a bit of media has come along and. Before I've played it, I've maybe like heard a little bit about it and I've gone, oh, I know I'm going to like that. Like it was just enough to go, oh, that is right up my street. It was the same when I got into, um, it was the same when I got into David Bowie. Uh, (laughs) When I, when I got like every CD uh, from the David Bowie discography and uh, I was like, I'd heard about his Berlin trilogy and I was like, (laughs) I have no framework for this. But I know I'm gonna love it. Like I, that is, I already like it, and I did, and I did. It was like a self fulfilling prophecy. So the Outer Wilds came along, and I I heard about it. And I was like, oh, I bet this is gonna be good. Like this, I'm gonna love this. And uh, it did come. I, it did come along, and uh, Lucy and I have played through it together, and it is amazing. Like I absolutely loved yeah. it. And I know you don't like games, Chris Ray. I know you don't like games, and I know you don't no. like music. No. Um, <laughs> Or, or, or read. No, I do. No, I do not. Any kind uh, of media, really. But I would, uh, I I would recommend recommend this to pretty much everyone. It is a uh, insanely clever little game where basically you are playing as um, an unnamed uh, member of this alien alien species, 
Uh, the game sure. starts. You wake up and you're looking up at the sky. And above you, you see a big green planet up in the night sky above you. And you see something orbiting it, which kind of explodes in a flash of light. And something shoots off out of your vision. Oh. So that that's how the game begins. You just you wake up and that's the first thing you see. And then you stand up and there's a dude kind of chilling next to a campfire next to you. And then basically everyone goes like, Oh, are you ready for your first kind of trip into space? And basically your little people, uh, you're all kind of like bluish, you've got kind of pointy ears, you've all got four eyes. And oh, adorable. You live in this charming little wooden town all the houses are just made of like planks and stuff like that and basically you've built a spaceship apparently your people have been going to space quite a bit and going to space is the same as like getting your car in our world and just kind of going for a drive (laughs) and you climb into your spaceship you blast off the planet and there's a solar system for you to explore like you just kind of So if you see a thing in the sky, if you go like, oh, look at that big green planet, I'm going to go there, you can. And the game gives you no prompts or anything. Like, all you're meant to do is go and explore. And it's just like, it's so cool. Like, and it's like a micro solar system. Like, everything is kind of sunk down, uh, shrunk down to a manageable level. So a planet is maybe only 14 kilometers away. So you can just fly across to it, land on it. All the physics works. It, it's incredible. And then the sun explodes and you die. Oh. And then you wake back up again, oh. like Groundhog Day, uh, where the game began. Uh, and you go, <gasps> and you look up and you see the exact same thing happen again in the sky. Uh, and then, then it happens again. So basically you're trapped in a 22 minute time loop and the sun keeps exploding. You keep dying. You keep waking up back in your bed. And you've just got to work out what the hell is going on. That's so cool. And try that and uncover amazing. like this mystery. And oh my god, like it is, it, it's incredible. Like it's so good. And the and the music is amazing. Just the feeling of exploration. So yeah. So again, a really super boring in a way kind of love because it, it's so simple. But just it, oh, it, it's incredible. I'll have to take your word for that. Give it a try, <laughs> Chris Ray. My, it's uh, what what platform is this on? Uh, it is on uh, PC. Oh, personal computer. Yeah. And on, I think it's on all consoles as well. All all devices, all readily available devices. Yeah, popular 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 your, devices. You know the your big boys. local video game. Is it on store. Nintendo Game Boy? Uh, no, it's not. Because... No, no. Is on... it on the Sega Genesis? No. Oh, oh John's it. not sure. John's not sure. No. Maybe it is on the Genesis. Maybe I haven't checked. Um... It's not. It's not on the Genesis. It's a 3D game. So yeah, I haven't checked. Um, sorry, uh, the Sega Gen- Genesis back catalogue for a while. But oh, that's uh, a shame. you know, if you've got an emulator and you plug it right into the mains, it might. It might just work. <laughs> that's because that's how software works. But no, basically, that's, that's my the thing this with Tumnus. This is my unsponsored uh, kind of. Yeah, just plug for the Outer Wilds. For crying out loud, go and play it. It is really, really good. Good God, pick it up, you coward. Yeah. I do intend to play it. It sounds fucking amazing. I want a slice of that planetary action. <laughs> oh, and... Um... Oh, he's got more. Oh, oh and apparently gonna, the... Uh... Fuck it, yeah, fuck it. 
Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, uh, so ba- and that Zach Braff movie is called The Last Kiss. Well, that sounds uh, like garbage. I would do. I do I, I'm just looking at his Wikipedia actually. In that, I didn't there, even so. know. I've never even heard of that film. In it's my awful. Life. I cannot stress enough how bad it is. It's really, really pretentious. Well, Don't I'll um, I'll take us home with my love if you like. Please. It, um, it's Do a very it. short one, but I was reminded today of a boss I once had uh, at my job before, uh, my current one, and he was a great chap. And uh, I had a conversation today, and we were just reminiscing about him. And he was he was a really old man, <laughs> and he would just <laughs> walk into the design studio that we were working in, and he'd just have something. It would just be some object or some artifact <laughs> that he thought was incredible in some way, and he would quite often just present it to us sort of in silence and just pointed it and just go, yeah, like, <laughs> what about, what about this? And like one day it was one of those rain sticks, you know, there's like cylinders that you turn oh, upside down yeah, like and the seeds sprinkle through. With the... yeah, 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 exactly. And he like came into the room and we were like diligently working away and he just turned this thing. It was like, <sighs> and he was like, what that guys? It's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? And we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's a rain stick, isn't it, mate? Yeah. And, to cl- and to clarify, your job was not working for some kind of house of whimsy or... Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we weren't uh, working for Mr. McGoracle's phantasmagoricalized, <laughs> you know, wonder, wonder bazaar. No, and even if we were, the items he was bringing out were incredibly mundane items we were all incredibly familiar with. Like, I like you know, the idea that he, he was at home and he just thought, the guys at work are going to love this. Yeah. I think it's absolutely like, love this. And it's like when he presented the rain stick, we were like, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a rain stick. And he was like, this would be nice to like, you know, chill, chill us out in the studio. And I was like, I, sp- I suppose for like 12 seconds, I suppose it will. Yeah. Until it <laughs> reaches the bottom. And then and then all our problems to, for those. Someone has seconds. to get up and turn it over, I guess. And well, like, yeah. Again, what on. was he? What was he imagining that he would just stand there indefinitely, just kind of constantly well, rotating? Well, no, because then he would leave the room. Like he was there, he was there with us for very short periods of time. In fact, this would often be the only times we'd see him. He would come into the room, present some inanimate object, and leave almost in the same breath, leaving us with these things. And and the room started to fill up with objects, uh, little little whimsical little trinkets here and there. One time. He, uh, he didn't have an object one time and he came in and was like, spinning jennies. He literally just walked into the room and just went, <laughs> spinning jennies. And we just turned around and we're like, what? He was like, spinning jennies. That's a th- that's, that'd be good, wouldn't it? If we, those, <laughs> if we brought those back. And I'm like, um, he's like, you know, all the kids playing with phones and playing on their apps and things. It's like, what if we got spinning jennies back? And I still don't know what it is. What's a, what's a spinning jenny? You're gonna is, have to say more, and then he'd be gone. It was that was it. He was gone. No. So, is it? Yeah. Uh, did Did you eventually work out what a spinning jenny was? No. Um, do you know what it is? I might Google. I, I think it I do. Isn't a spinning is jenny? It? No, I'm thinking of a lazy Susan. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a spinning Wait. jenny. Is. I've just looked it up. It's a loom. What? Oh. What? That's not a toy. <laughs> My assumption was that it was going to be one of those things out of um, Inception. Yeah, yeah, like a spinning top. Yeah. yeah. I think I, maybe he got confused because, like, you don't want a loom. Why would well, you want a loom? Well, I was thinking of the, a lazy Susan, which is like a... <laughs> isn't that like a... a spi- that's like a serving when, plate. Yeah, it's like a spinning... A spinning serving plate. But both are shit. Yeah, if you're like, oh, kids these days wouldn't be out doing smack and TikTok <laughs> if... Uh, yeah. If they were at home jenny. playing with a spinning Jenny or like, a lazy or, Susan. Or either or will do. Or a spinning Susan or a lazy Jenny, for, for that matter. 
Oh, you don't want a lazy Jenny. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> I've got drugs for my lazy Jenny. Um, but yeah, there was another time I remember that we um, we had a meeting with a client. We Bear in mind, we did design, right? So we, we would do adverts, editorials, that sort of thing. And this company was like a shower company. And he would sometimes come along to the meetings, which was the, the worst thing to happen. And uh, But he was the boss, so what could you do? And um, this shower company, he decided that he was going to commission. And he didn't tell us he was doing this. He was going to commission a design for a new shower that they should, <laughs> they should build and manufacture. Bear in mind, again, we were only there to talk about newspaper ads that we have been producing for them for many years. And we're going to hopefully continue <laughs> to keep producing. And he showed up with a three-dimensional drawing and blueprints for a new kind of shower that would have jets in the walls that would squirt water at like your face and your torso and your crotch and your knees. And, uh, and he was like, you should make this. And he, he spent like 10 minutes in the meeting, the professional business meeting, telling this shower company that they should make this new kind of shower that he had commissioned an artist to create drawings. <laughs> oh, God. And the funny thing is, is that obviously they just like bemusedly took the diagrams off him and just went, that, yeah, thank, thanks. That's, that's great. And that and idea we would... made them five hundred million pounds. <laughs> no, it's unsurprisingly, they never made the shower. But like years later, we would go to subsequent meetings with them, and he wouldn't be going to these meetings. And he would say, as we're going through the door, "Oh, are you um, you're going to show them the uh, design for the shower again?" <laughs> and we'd just be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll take it down. Yeah, it's cool." <laughs> you can't, you can't knock his enthusiasm. No, he was he was from another time, bless him. Where you know, I think they did a lot of cocaine. And uh, and then they just walked into meeting rooms, Mad Men style, with their cocks hanging out or something, you know, and were just like, hey, do this. And everyone was just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. let's. I d- not, not, to, not to shit on his dreams or anything, but I mean, showers with additional jets, that's not. Many jets. That's not revolutionary. <laughs> no, no, but, really. no, but John, these are oppressive jets. Yeah. They Imagine will jets. hurt you and rip your skin off. <laughs> Imagine jets pointing in all the places you don't want them to. And if yeah. you try and turn around to get away, there's another jet there. Imagine <laughs> a situation where you're cleaning yourself, but you're also struggling to breathe. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'll give you a fish tank. <laughs> Do you want to drown while standing up, but not fully immersed in water? Well, that's your chance. <laughs> Our new motion-sensitive uh, aqua jets mean wherever your head is pointing, there will always be water going up your nose. <laughs> this shower has face recognition technology. So wherever you hide, it will look for your face, it will find your face, and it will squirt your face. <laughs> squirt your face industries, so- by now. What what is the love in the heart of this? Simply, yeah, like, I was about simply, to ask that. Him, just him. Oh, him, like, just him. He he him brought me ways. he brought me so much happiness. Like he would come into a room, yell, spinning jennies, walk out of a room, and I'd be happy for the rest of the day. Like that was just that was it. <laughs> I was fine. I was sorted. <laughs> spinning so, jenny. Um, spinning jenny. It would. That's literally it. Like we'd only know he was in the room because someone had yelled spinning jennies at the top of their voice. Like spinning jennies. Remember those? Ha <laughs> ha! Kids should be playing with those these days. And as I'm turning around in my seat, he is gone. And I, I mean, okay, I guess they should I can be. Imagine him, I can imagine him walking off every time going, anyway, back to work. Back to work. Great back work. Back to work, good, everyone. Good job, everyone. Great stuff you're doing here. Spinning jellies. Off we go. Oh, he's a special it, man, it, but I it, loved him. It's rare that I'm speechless on a podcast, <laughs> but I'm just like, God bless him. Salt of the earth. Yeah. King. King among men. 
Anyway. Well, I, I mean, where do you go from there? I, I, I guess on, yeah. on, on the basis of, on the back of, uh, of spinning Jenny. Um, <laughs> and Lazy Susan. Gentleman and a Lazy Susan. <laughs> My two uh, favourite cartoon characters. Where, where are we here? Where, 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 what's happened? What do we think is one? Uh, love or hate? Well, there's still a fucking fridge on my driveway, so I'm going to say hate. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to watch loads of Trim Trim and One Two Three Go to 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 research the best life hacks, so I'm not in a good place either. No, no, I did. No, I did. No, I did for content. I had to do it. I had to. Agreed. Well, my my opinions are relevant, but yeah, pro- pro- probably hate as well because God, yes. damn, those sexy cats just make me feel all the wrong things. Um. Well, okay. Hate wins out. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad the um, at last. <laughs> I'm glad the optimism of our of our of our current situation could be quashed uh, so readily. Absolutely. Um, well, um, in which case, uh, do we have? Well, I mean, this has been a delight. I've got to say, uh, oh, I know this sure. is an au- this is an audio medium, but uh, genuinely, it has been quite nice to see you both. Ah, yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'd imagine it has. Yes, well. we're wonderful people. Hmm. No, it's hey, I've got um, I've got a sign-off line. What? Oh, go on. That's the thing with Tumnus. <laughs> <laughs>